Welcome to the show of Women's Strength Society. Today we are talking about how to stay on track with your nutrition and we will not only look at it from the perspective of dieting, like how to stay on track when you're going through a dieting phase, but also how can you overall stay on track with your nutrition, be it in a maintenance phase, in a building phase, in a reverse diet phase. Or just a maintenance phase. Because this is also, you said maintenance phase? Okay, <laughs> sorry, I was stuck with the diet, the building and the reverse. <laughs> sorry, my bad. No worries. Yeah. But you have a story to tell. I have That's a story to tell. And before I tell the story, I have to give a bit of context. And um, so what's behind staying on track ultimately is about motivation and a bit of discipline and I'm going to just explain what those words mean because they are very, very often tossed around on social media saying that uh, discipline is way better than motivation. Yeah. And I actually disagree or have a different perspective on that. So mm -hmm. motivation, when you look at the definition in the dictionary, is is simply um, motives for an action. So having reasons to do stuff, to do something. And um, this is what, like, humans are very much goal-driven. There's always a reason behind their action. When you do something, there's a specific reason behind it. You might not see it, but there's always a reason why we do the stuff that we do. Yeah, maybe maybe we can give an example. Like things we don't think about why they are driven by by something we are after. Cleaning your teeth. Cleaning your <laughs> teeth. It's not something where you think like, hey, it requires motivation, but there's an actual motivation behind behind that. It's so that you don't Keep healthy yeah, teeth. Yeah. Exactly. And um, you've learned as a child, like, you have only one, one set of teeth. And if you don't uh, clean them, then they are going to, to, fall, to fall. And, <laughs> and it's very expensive. And it's so. very expensive and you're not going to be able to eat good stuff. So take care of them. And then you've learned that. And um, the reason why you do it is just because the, the reason behind it is very, very clear in your mind. Mm -hmm. And um, and I think people don't really understand that and they think that motivation is something that you either have or you don't mm -hmm. and that you cannot really act on it to change it. And this is where they think that uh, you need discipline instead. And discipline is the ability to Sustain. do stuff, to do stuff when you don't really feel like it. And by definition, <laughs> discipline is the ability to find motivation when it's not really there, mm -hmm. which right. is kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. But you hear all, all the time this motivation is not everything stuff. Exactly. Actually, motivation is everything. Motivation is everything, and um, because it, it's really like the the reasons behind every action that we do on a daily basis, and um, of course there are some days where you are not going to feel like doing certain stuff because you are tired, because you are not in the mood, because it's raining, because it's too hot, whatever. Um, but this this becomes the reason why you do or do not 
um, do certain things. It's like motivation is like the base of everything. Yeah. And um, like staying on track with your nutrition, it's heavily based in what motivates you <laughs> to stay on track or not stay on track. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and it derives things. And so my story that I, that I, that I wanted to share is, um, is the, the reason why I stopped, um, almost completely stopped drinking alcohol. And when I was still um, working as a musician, it was very uh, casual to have a beer um, after the, the rehearsals. It was also like absolutely normal to drink um, on weekends. And not just one beer, but a bit more. And um, this was even more so um, when I started to have uh, gigs as a DJ. And um, I just noticed that every time that I played out, then when I would drink, on the next day I had um, digestive issues. Yeah, I can <laughs> totally relate to that, yeah. to that story was very similar to me. Were you also playing as a DJ? I was not playing as a <laughs> DJ, but I was I was I was definitely a party chick. Yeah. I was definitely drinking heavy. I was definitely also not eating um, mainly unprocessed foods, but I was eating um, pizza when I came home or I bought some chocolate bars or stuff like that just to the, get the, something in. Yeah, the kind of stuff that you crave when you've when you've drunk a bit or too a much. Or a burger, <laughs> like a yeah. burger and fries. Yeah. Wow. And um, I just noticed, like doing this almost every weekend, that it, it, I would wake up on Sunday and and I, I just had like, um, depending on the days, um, quite intense pain in my in my belly area and it was just absolutely not comfortable and then I I, I noticed that when I did not drink mm. then the, the pain went away <laughs> and then it became super clear for me like I was like okay I just have to not drink and then I don't have the um, the digestive issues but did you like quit drinking immediately was it like from one day to the next you were like pretty straightforward yeah quite fast because yeah. because then i was like um i don't know the, the, the i just had this connection in my mind mm. and the reason for not drinking was very obvious and it was also very strong because the the pain that i had on the next days it was it was painful it was mm -hmm. just not like I, i was not having a good day and um, some people threw up, but for me it was in the, the other, other way. <laughs> yeah, it was the other way, and it was very unpleasant. So, so when when there's something and and that's also like it fits my 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 personality. But when I when I see that kind of connection, and something becomes very clear, um, then I'm I'm very quick to just decide and say, okay, I'm I'm just not going to drink mm -hmm. because. The, the benefits that I have from drinking are way too, way too uh, little in comparison to the drawbacks that I have from drinking on the, on the next day. Yeah. And this is exactly the same when it comes to staying on track with your nutrition. It's 
how much or how many benefits do you have from staying on track with your nutrition versus how many drawbacks do you have from staying on track with your nutrition? Mm -hmm. What well, what was always um, what I struggled always with, I think, with I mean, for me, it wasn't that um, clear or not. I wasn't that strict with giving up smoking and giving up drinking. It was more a process of, over a couple of years, actually. And I had some periods where I also got, again, back to drinking, back to smoking, and then I uh, quit again. Um, and I think why it became hard for me to let it go like completely from one day to the next was that paying attention to my diet and my nutrition and eating healthy wasn't giving me the results I was actually after. And that's why it was hard to stick to it. That was very, very hard because I didn't saw, I mean, yeah, I also had some um, issues, some gut issues, um, stuff like that, and a lot of bloating And it went away when I stick to a different kind of nutrition. But the, the actual goal I was after, like looking better, um, feeling different in my body and, and really having a different look, I, I, didn't, I didn't achieve that. So it was hard for me, I think, to completely switch to being super healthy with my nutrition all the time. What, uh, what helped you make the switch then? I think it was a process in general, and that's why I didn't give up on the fries and the burger <laughs> from one day to the next. But then it was like a step-by-step -step process I went through. So seeing then changes in my body composition after working with a coach who really told me what to eat, how to eat, how much to eat. Um, so education around nutrition and learning what really matters helped a ton yeah and then achieving results and then for me today it's super easy to stick to my nutrition and i'm like it's it's actually not that hard it's quite simple if you if you have the the clear if you have in front of your eyes clearly mapped out the the benefits and drawbacks of doing yeah. the things or not doing the things. I think it's like um, when when the experience of the benefits outweigh the drawbacks mm -hmm. that you have, then this is the moment where you switch. And it can be very um, short and acute and intense, but it can be also over a longer period, period of time and then it adds up. But in your case, I think... Working with Jake was the first time where you had, it was like a very um, clear nutrition plan. And it was not just the macros, but it was also like what kind of, what kind of food um, yeah, was you had to eat. And, and then it helped achieve um, the, the goals that you were after. But at the same time, it also improved like your health, um, with the digestion, but also like hormonal health and and then the the connection you know you had like a click in your mind mm -hmm. and it was maybe not really um uh, conscious in that moment it was not like hey i'm eating this and thus my hormones are improving or my digestion is improving mm -hmm. but somewhere in your mind it, it, clicked. it clicked definitely and it clicked. and then it was like okay this is this is what i want and because you've tried the rest in the past 
it did not work or not the way you wanted it to. And this is this is going to be my new standards because I have far more benefits from doing it and saying no to other other things than mm. I have from from draw, drawback. And motivation is always like um, a ratio between the the benefits and the drawbacks that you have from doing or not doing certain things. So, what can can someone who is listening now to us? What can someone do? When you're talking about benefits and drawbacks, what is one action step that can you can do today um, to improve your consistency with with your nutrition? Yeah, um, there's um, there are a few things that you can do, and like the the um, surface level and easy easy things would just be to write your goals down and uh, on post-its and then just uh, you know have have the the post-its everywhere. everywhere in your apartment or in your environment so that you get reminded why you want to do certain things so why is it important to you to eat a certain way and sometimes this is the only thing that is missing so you don't really have to um you know, have a deep dive into motivation and personality and blah, 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 blah. Sometimes really the only thing that is missing is just a reminder in your environment um, that certain things are important to you because we, we just forget um, in the, you know, day-to-day -day life. And our environment as a society is not really made to remind us to eat healthy. It's more the opposite. The opposite. It's more pulling, the opposite. Pulling in yeah. the opposite direction. And um, so that would be one step. Um, and then you, you can definitely go a bit deeper. And um, this is one, one exercise that we like to use in the coaching is uh, simply to write down the reasons you have to do certain things and also to make a list of the, the drawbacks you may have from doing the other things. So to make it super simple to understand, you would write down the benefits of staying on track with nutrition. For example, you are going out for dinner with your friends Yeah. and you want to stay on track with what you have decided that you want to eat to match your goals and they are trying to they don't even have to try anything it's just like being being in a restaurant and you see the menu and maybe you, you, you see the pasta you see some stuff yeah that that's very appealing and, and you think steak. like oh i would love that but you know somewhere in your mind hey actually that's not really on my on my plan And then there's a fight going on in your mind um, to decide which one you're going to pick. And then um, before going to the restaurant, then you're going to write down the benefits you would have from staying to um, sticking to the plan that you that you made that you would know is actually um, leading you to achieve your goal. So that's one part. And then the other part would be to list the, the drawbacks you would have from not following the plan, mm -hmm. from giving in to the menu, <laughs> to the, the pasta, dessert. to the pizza, and that kind of stuff. And um, this is actually a very good example because uh, most of the time when you go out and you eat pizza or pasta, what happens is um, it's very salty and it's also flour-based, so it's going to pull a bit of water from your, from your gut. 
So most times on the next day, you're going to be a bit heavier when you do this. And it doesn't mean that you've gained weight or that you have more body fat than the, the night before, but it's going to, um, you're most likely going to see a fluctuation of your weight the next day, the next morning. And this is definitely something that can be um, emotionally a bit you know, disturbing. And demotivating. Demotivating. And so you would write down, um, when I eat the pizza, what are the drawbacks? And it's going to be more weight fluctuation, more insecurity about the, or more doubts about the process, um, more frustration, definitely. Being um, demotivated to go to the gym the next day because uh, you don't feel good in your body. That kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, you are going to have like... Um, very specific things depending on the individuals because we all react differently when we eat pizza. <laughs> um, but doing this is going to be is going to be super helpful. And um, of course, the more reason you can find, the more you are going to get motivated to stick to your plan and not eat the pizza. More more reasons for the benefits. More benefits. You want to find more benefits. But you also want to find a lot of drawbacks for the for not not sticking to your plan, right. yeah. So and if you can find those, then it's going to be um, you're going to feel very very motivated. Yeah. And this is this is also something that you can really feel in the moment. So another example would be for training. I know it was hard to stay on track with the nutrition, but okay, maybe we st <laughs> we st stick to the nutrition. But let's say you do do you do exactly this exercise before you eat, and you write you write down all the benefits you would have from eating potatoes, and uh, chicken and some vegetables, with a bit of uh, olive oil, for example, and you find twenty benefits from it, and then you write down twenty drawbacks to eating, I don't know. Um, a burger, for example, and fries, and, and fries, ice cream. and ice cream. Then you are you are going to feel very motivated to eat your potatoes, chicken, vegetables, and olive oil. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you agree? Yeah, I absolutely agree. Uh -huh. I mean, for me, um, as I said, the more you are in the process, the more you try things out that will help you to get closer to your goal. As I said, step-by-step -step, um, process, the easier it gets. And at some point, you might even have this list of benefits and drawback so, so, so clear in front of you, like in your head, wherever you go, that it becomes super natural to choose the things that helps you to stay on track with your nutrition. But it sounds like now it sounded maybe like someone who's going through a dieting phase. And we also want to talk about what's with other phases, like why do you want to stick to your nutrition mm -hmm. um, going th through the other phases? Because I, I think a lot of people, when they ask about, hey, how can I stay on track with my nutrition? They only think about dieting. Mm -hmm. And I think dieting is probably probably the most easiest phase mm -hmm. because you have really um, it's it's put in into it's a, it's a frame you have it in a 
you have some constraints. You yeah. know when it starts, you know how long it goes, you know how it ends. So actually, being on diet should be easy because you can just say, hey, people, or whatever, to yourself, I'm I'm on diet the next 12 weeks, so I will change my diet and, and um, stick to the nutrition that will help me to be in a deficit, stuff, stuff like that. But I think a lot of people don't understand that they also want to stay on track with their nutrition in other th phases and what staying on track actually means. Yeah, it's a very good point. Because staying on track is not restricting yourself all the time and not eating the burger. Yeah, so that, this is what I was... Um, I was So I was, <laughs> you know, my thoughts were just like bubbling in my mind as you were saying this. I think... One of the reasons also people why they have um, easier time to stick to their nutrition while being on a diet is because a diet is um, connected to restriction or to you know paying attention to your nutrition and um, and then it's just like an on-off switch between either you're on a diet or you're not in a diet and there's no nuance in between. And um, and then they also have like in their minds no not really any kind of um, preconceived idea of changing nutrition for an outcome that is not losing weight. Yeah. And what you I really like what you just said. It's more about like the alignment of of sticking to your nutrition with your goals um, rather than the restriction that comes with with the diet. And of course, the diet, you have a restriction of, of calories and it gives some, some yeah, a kind of a frame by itself, as you said. But um, <laughs> sticking to your nutrition during the re re reverse diet is um, maybe even more important so that you are actually going to be able to... Um, Bridge the gap between the diet and the maintenance phase or... Yeah, and keep the phase. results that you just worked very hard for um, because otherwise you just go back to what you were doing before. And this is something that, that um, people need to learn through experience, but also by just sitting down and then writing down like what kind of uh, reasons they have um, to stick to their to their plan. Besides losing weight. Besides losing weight, because yeah. it's not that you just lose weight for those twelve weeks and then and then it goes away or it it never comes back. The weight never comes comes back or the goals of looking better goes goes away, and so you have to keep working on that so that you maintain your new standard for your look, but also for your health. Mm. And when you think about it, like um, you're going to eat every day of your life until the end of your life. And every time that you eat, it can be either like, um, it can be either benefiting the way you look, but also your health, the energy you have, um, how you are going to perform in the, in the gym um, and your job, how you sleep, your mood. Did I say the mood? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but this is going to, to have a um, significant impact on all of those things. In your life. I mean, in your life. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, and maybe if you've, uh, as a listener, if you've never th uh, thought about it this way, um, then this is a very good way to start uh, looking at it and also to write down like the benefits that you can have from sticking to your nutrition regardless of the kind of phase that you are mm. in. Um, it doesn't even have to be a phase. You, you could also just say like, hey, I, I, I just want to feel better, to perform be better. healthier, uh, perform better. And um, this is going to require some, some adjustment um, in what I'm eating because uh, the way that, that we, the environment we are in as far as society, then it's just not designed for that. Yeah. I think that's a topic for, uh, for another, another podcast. Day, yeah. yeah, another day. But it's, it's very important. It's, it's something that I cannot just like repeat enough because like everything is made to have access to foods that taste better um, at a cheaper price and faster at any time of the day. Yeah. And it's not going to change. We are not going to go back to you have to go hunt your dinner. Mm. So um, this is something that we have to keep in mind. Yeah, and be, be aware of. Be aware of. And this in itself is a reason why, um, why it's a very good idea to just sit down and write a list of benefits that you would have from sticking to the plan, sticking to your nutrition yeah, because for me over the over the last years it became more and more clear. I had like different reasons. It was not only how can I lose body fat, but then it came also the phase where I wanted to gain muscles. And then I understood to gain muscles, I need to perform very well in the gym. I need to push myself so that I can do it. I need to recover good. So I also need to sleep good. Then I also had some like hormonal issues. I haven't had my period for four years. So I wanted to make sure that I get my period back. Then I had some like IBS bloating stuff going on. Um, so I was not in the best place in my mid-20s. I think you can relate to that. Um, feeling feeling kind I had of no I had no problem with that period not with your period but no. feeling like sluggish and somehow like stuff is not working as it should work yeah being a healthy young man and a healthy young woman yeah um so I wanted to change that and then I mean I can I can go out tonight and eat a burger it's no like we it's can, not going to have a big impact. We on can we can w walk down the street and we will find something, um, but I I choose not to do so because it doesn't give me that much. Like ten years back when I was drinking heavily and then I had the burger and the fries and I was like oh <laughs> stuffing myself with with that kind of stuff. Yeah. And today I love to enjoy my my meals that I put together and it's such an um, satisfying feeling to eat the food that where I where I exactly know this is what my body needs and wants and it tastes good to me and I I exactly know how I will feel afterwards. Yeah, and you're going to um, it's going to support the goal that you have. On top like, of that, yeah, that's like, like not just like the body goals. 
of appearance and performance, but also like your your other goals in life of building a business, of feeling good, yeah, <laughs> being a good wife, being a good wife, uh, yeah, the most important one. Most important one, yeah. And I had that a client of mine was um, actually writing exactly this um, in her check-in today. She was like, "Hey, I was with my with my grandparents this weekend, and they were eating all I don't know what they what they had, but she she had her own like oatmeals with I don't know something that she really really enjoys. She's currently out of her diet. She's back at maintenance, so there is room." To eat also like different things, but she is choosing to um, eat the stuff where she knows, hey, it, it fits into my budget. It's stuff that I like. It's covering my my body's needs, and I know how I will feel after eating it, and it will feel good. Yeah, and I think this is a very important point because you are going to be so much more motivated when you've when you've experienced mm-hmm. how it feels like and when you felt it and sometimes it's difficult because you you may uh, not have had the experience or just not enough time to have the experience of how it feels when you when you fuel your body properly um, but if you if you can go through that experience, then it's it's it is going to have a a big impact on how you feel um, about yourself, but also the kind of choices you have to make in order to eat the food that is good for you. Mm-hmm. It's going to have some some benefits in your life, you know, like uh, filtering out maybe some some habits or some even some relationships that are not really helpful for your for your health for yourself and um if you if you do that enough time then it's also going to come to a point where it's super clear for you that sticking to the nutrition sticking to your plan is actually what you want to do, what you are motivated to do when you are presented with a choice. Yeah. And in that case, like the 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 um, the best advice advice I can give is try to be super strict. Give yourself like eight or twelve weeks, um, just to to have the chance to experience how it feels like when you are very much on point with your nutrition and it means no cheat day it means like Good you stuff. really want you you really want to have like your 20 21 meals per week i don't know i eat four times a day so it's it's 28 but you want to have like 95% of your meals on point um giving you you know the, the stuff that you need and do this for 8 10 12 weeks and and see how you feel and then the contrast when you're going to go back to what you're doing before in a lot of cases it's going to be a very big contrast and you're going to feel not so not so good and then this is going to help you stay on track and not having to rely on on what people call motivation weight to want to do the stuff and how can you, um, one question that just came up, um, yeah. because for me, it's very, for me, it's very clear what my like long-term vision is. Mm-hmm. 
I know how I want to feel in 10 years from now, in 15 years or even in 20 years or um, what I want to maybe also do or I have a, I have a picture in my head and I think um, that's why for me it's super easy to pull that, pull that picture Like, to make the connection. To make the connection, to pull the picture out of my head and be like, okay, this is why. This is why I want to stick to the things I'm doing, um, be it nutrition, but also training and recovery and stuff like that. But I see a lot of people like um, maybe also doing the things, like doing the right things that makes them feel better, but they are um, f falling off the wagon And they they have problems coming back, or they are very. It's very like a short term. They have a very short term perspective perspective uh -huh. on on their life, and then they are okay with feeling sluggish and bad in their body because it's okay to. It's it's not okay, but it's it's it feels normal to them. So it's easy to just you know go through. Autumn and winter again, wearing the big hoodie um, to cover the the body they maybe don't like, or yeah. to push through endless of sleepless nights because they I don't know have issues falling asleep or stuff like that, and um, then they are maybe and being okay with it and being okay with mm -hmm. it until it's not okay anymore, mm -hmm. you know, until there is the point where. They they realize, hey, I need to do something. Yeah. I mean, th that's how people end up gaining a lot of weight over years. They they are fine with it. They cover it somehow. They um, push it away. Um, they are not, not facing it, the problem they have. So what can these kind of people maybe do to change the perspective or yeah, having yeah. a more long-term, thinking more long-term? Um, there are two things that can help. One is exposure mm -hmm. to see what could happen. And like for me, it's very present because of uh, the health of my father, for example. And uh, even before that, um, my, my grandfather um, died when he was 51 and I was uh, not even two years, two year old. And this is something that I've, it's a story that I've heard like a lot of time when I was a child. And, um, and then I'm like, okay, I, I don't want to die <laughs> when I'm 51. So I, there are certain things that I need to be doing. And it means that I'm also thinking about how what I do now is going to impact my um, 51 years old. My, my dad is now 65. So I'm thinking about what I can do so that when I'm 65, I'm not going to be um, in the same health condition as my father. Um, so having exposure to that kind of example, mm. the, the one you don't want to have, but also the one that you want to, to um, not to have, but to become, is, is something that is going to be very helpful. We also watch um, documentary on Netflix on the, no, it was not on Netflix, it was on Disney Plus, I think, about the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm -hmm. And there was a coach, um, Coach Riley, who's now... Bah. 70 75 or 78 crazy in shape and he looked like he, he looked like he was maybe 62 yeah 
And when when we when we saw that he was almost 80, we were both shocked. <laughs> it was like, what? He's so in, in such a you you can just Condition. see the presence, yeah. you know, uh, through the screen that he's in a very good place, condition, have a lot of mental clarity, um, a lot of physical presence, and and I was like, wow, that that's very inspiring. I, I, I want to um, I want to become that. Or um, when I did one of my um, one of my continuous continuous education course as a trainer the um, the guy who was giving the course uh, told us the example of um, Michael Jordan's trainer who's who at 80 um, was still performing squats with uh, 80 kilo astrograss for reps <laughs> And, um, and now on social media, you can also see like people doing powerlifting meet when they are seventy five plus, and they are strong. They are stronger than I am, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is this is the, the the kind of direction that I want to um to move to. So exposure to the things that you want to become, the things that you don't want to become, is super mm. powerful. But you have to actively look to uh, look for it. Um, that's one thing and then the other thing is also to just to sit down and work on your vision so it's not going to be presented to you on a silver platter you have to take the time and effort to think about what kind of, of life you want to have and it means how do I want to look how do I want to feel in the next year and the next five years and the next ten years what do I want to be doing um, how's going to be how should my health be and write those, those goals down what are the people surrounding me who are the people uh, super surrounding important me? absolutely and um, I think I, a lot of people don't do this it's not I mean you live from day to day yeah. from week to week it's like oh it's again Friday oh it's again weekend okay oh it's again Monday <laughs> yeah but again like there's not really a reason why you should do things differently because a lot of people they have a job and they're like oh it's nice it's secure I'm going to get the the check at the end of the month mm -hmm. and then then you don't really think about that kind of stuff because you have no reason to and um, and I think it's a, it's a bit of a shame, but um, I think that it's also quite important because for my for my parents and this is also some especially for my father this is definitely something that plays a role a role in his health condition. When he retired, he had like no he had no structure at no all. Vision. He had no vision. He had no idea of, of what he wants to do with his life. Yeah. And then at, at one point, it's like, hey, now you're going to get some money, but you're not needed anymore um, to work. So just go and enjoy and do whatever you want with your time. But if you haven't taken the time before to think about it, then you don't have a reason <laughs> to stick to the plan that you made because you made no yeah, plan. Absolutely. And this is something that is very difficult. And I think this is also something that is extremely relevant right now because of what's going to happen with AI 
And so we don't know. So it's highly speculative, of course. But I think that um, it's going to change a lot of things. And a lot of people are going to have to to start to think about... Um, what they are doing with that job. What they are doing with their life when they don't have to go um, to work or when they don't have a job. And um, yeah, you better start now. Yeah, better absolutely. start now. It's and it's also the reason, I mean, it's um, also something we see a lot in in the woman, with the woman we are coaching, that they are making life changes, going through the process of changing their body. It's like, hmm, all these people I'm surrounded with, there are definitely some that I don't need anymore in my life yeah. who are not supporting me or who are standing even in my way. Mm -hmm. Or the job that that takes so much of me or the partner who is not supportive. Yeah. So um, it, it's definitely, yeah, there there is a big connection between your body, your health, how you look and how you live your life and what decisions you make for your life and what vision you have yeah. for your life. And those are those are not easy decisions. So we, we talk about it like, like it's something quite light and you just have to, you know, sit down and write on a on a piece of paper and what are it. my goals and then it's bam, it's going to be done. This is like the beginning, but if you don't do that, then you have you don't have the awareness to um, to make a decision. And this is what what it comes down to. It's um, you're going to be faced with a decision. Uh, either you stick to your to your diet or you don't. And if you have the awareness of what your goals are, what your surrounding is, and who you are as a person, then you are going to make much better decision for yourself. And um, one last thing I want to share. It's um, something that I heard recently from a, a doctor who works a lot on uh, longevity. And when people, uh, patients come to his uh, pra practice, the first question that he asks is, how do you want to live the last 10 years of your life? Mm. And he says that... Um, Like nobody knows when when it's going to happen, and in fact, you might already be living the last ten years of your life. Um, but it's it's a certainty. Like at this point in time, it's a certainty that it's going to happen. You are going to have like the the last ten years of your life, and then this is kind of the the starting point of setting the goals because. When you can define that, then you can go backward mm. and say, okay, this is what I need to be doing now. And you are not going to eat the same way or train the same way or work the same way, um, socialize the same way and so forth and so on, depending on the goals you have for yourself for the last 10 years of your life. Um, if you have those goals or if you don't have them. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, and if you think about it, like, hey, in the last 10 years, of, like, I think most people would say, I don't want to be dependent on drugs. I don't want to, I want to be able to move freely. I don't want to, to be obese or have like disease and that kind of stuff. Um, I want to be able to play with my grandchildren, um, with my grand-grandchildren or whatever, <laughs> um, you know, family they might have. 
And um, I don't know, they might say, I want to be able to bake. I want to be able to <laughs> to um, be in my garden. I want to be able to travel. And those are things that require a certain amount of energy, of mobility, of um, physical ability. And this is something that you have to start investing in now. And if you have that in mind, then it's going to be way easier for you to stick to the plan. Absolutely. It's going to help you have a plan, and then it's going to help you stick to the plan. Amen. Bam. <laughs> okay, that was <laughs> the last word of the show for today. Um, we hope it was helpful, insightful. Inspirational. Inspirational, maybe. Um, we hope that you're going to take the time to write down some of the drawbacks and benefits that you have to stick to your plan, that you're going to take the time to think about what the plan is to achieve the goals that you have, that you are going to put some thoughts into, into your goals of right now and also for the last 10 years of your life. And uh, we would greatly appreciate if you can rate the podcast and leave us a review and share it with somebody that you think would benefit from it. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. And uh, until next time. Bye-bye.